Hey, this is Sophia from CNET here with the latest tech news. A May study found significant drops in daily global carbon dioxide emissions, with a peak decline of 17% in early April. But if the coronavirus pandemic is giving Earth a breath of fresh air, it may only be temporary. As lockdown orders lift across the globe, experts have warned emissions will quickly rebound. As we resume everyday tasks, any environmental progress can be undone just as quickly as it arrived. That is, unless policymakers, governments, and other groups start working on the structural and societal changes needed to tackle climate change. That includes embracing flexible work-from-home schedules to reduce traffic, closing down streets to vehicles, encouraging the use of bicycles, and increasing investments in clean energy. As governments make investments to restart the economy, it's critical they think about promoting advancements like electric vehicles and renewable energy, which create jobs while helping the planet. If they bail out car and airline industries, they should do so under the condition that companies produce electric vehicles within a certain time frame. In June, European Union lawmakers approved rules ensuring investments won't support polluting industries. The Commission is looking at ways the rules can support the European Green Deal, which aims to eliminate net emissions of greenhouse gases by 2050. The U.S. has not unveiled any similar measures in light of the COVID-19 pandemic. With the many deadly and destructive effects of the coronavirus pandemic, including more than half a million deaths worldwide, mass unemployment, business closures, and strains on the U.S. healthcare system, there's also been some progress. For instance, in China, air pollution plummeted in February during the country's lockdown period. But the world's most populous country, with nearly one and a half billion people, also demonstrates why swift action is critical. Air pollution in China had already risen by May, after restrictions were lifted. It returned to 2019 levels by June. As the U.S. continues to loosen restrictions and more businesses reopen, scientists anticipate air pollution and daily emissions will also quickly rise. Because the drop in daily emissions was due to forced behavioral change, with people being ordered to stay at home by governments rather than because of systemic change, it wasn't designed to last. Total miles driven in the U.S fell by more than 40% in March before climbing again as more Americans returned to the road, even before restrictions were lifted. There have also been significant drops in air travel, with the Federal Aviation Administration reporting in mid-May that the number of commercial flights operating in the U.S. had dropped 71% compared to the same time last year. To effectively tackle climate change, there needs to be systemic change to the energy infrastructure, like a stronger focus on green energy, but also behavioral change aimed at improving an individual's well-being. Doing things like biking and walking instead of driving, as well as eating less red meat, aren't only good for the environment, they're also good for personal health. One of the biggest shifts in behavior during the lockdown has been the exponential rise in people working from home. About half of American workers are telecommuting, according to an April report from the Brookings Institution, a nonprofit public policy organization in Washington, D.C. That's more than twice as many as was working from home in 2017 and 2018. Climate scientists hope that's a trend that continues to some degree, even after the pandemic ends, perhaps with some people staying home permanently. Fewer people on the road means less pollution from vehicles. Meanwhile, many people who can't work from home are rethinking their commutes in the age of social distancing. For instance, riding a crowded train is a lot less appealing during a pandemic. 
Several cities around the world, including Milan and Paris, are reimagining their transit services by adding bike lanes and wider sidewalks. Seattle has permanently closed several roads to promote bike and pedestrian traffic. But a push to socially isolate in cars or seek space on the sidewalk means that COVID-19 could potentially have detrimental effect on public transit infrastructure and investment. In the San Francisco Bay Area, several bus lines are on the chopping block as transit budgets dwindle and ridership plummets. Other cities like Los Angeles and Washington, D.C. have also made significant cuts to bus and rail service amid decreases in revenue and ridership. The drop in carbon emissions during the lockdown, though significant, still isn't enough to impart long-lasting change. Scientists say that won't happen until we bring emissions down to net zero, meaning we remove as much carbon from the atmosphere as we release. In fact, carbon dioxide levels still hit a record high this year, according to data from the Scripps Institution of Oceanography and the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. May saw the highest monthly average of CO2 in the air ever recorded, at around 417 parts per million. It's easy to be pessimistic. Even with a global lockdown, we still couldn't lower emissions enough to meet environmental goals. But that's not how we should be looking at the issue. Instead, we should be focused on implementing sustainable environmental measures, especially now that things are opening up again. A long-term value of the lockdown so far is that it's provided a peek into how changed behavior can reverse damage to the environment. Fewer cars on the road shows what's possible if more people choose to walk, bike, or drive electric cars. The decline in coal use, which began in the U.S. far before the pandemic, also paints a picture of the impact that more green measures, like wind and solar energy, can have on the planet. For more of the latest tech news, visit CNET.com.